This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This week on Voices, we have our Tauranga-based producer Justine Murray at the small rural town of Matapihi talking to a group of RSC workers. Samoan REC, or recognised seasonal employees, have returned to work at Naitu Kairangi Orchards, a 55 hectare green and gold kiwifruit orchard in the rural community of Matapihi in Tauranga. Eight of the workers have been here before, two are new to the country. The local hapu, Naitu Gairangi, lay out the welcome mat, and it's warmly received. After the whakatau, the welcome ceremony, I catch up with orchard manager Andrew Wood, who understands the motivation of these young men. And it all starts with their families back home. These guys are a reliable workforce. They come in from the islands. It's a win-win for them and for us. Um, So they come in, they work extremely hard. Their mahi is incredible. They'll work as much, we we don't force them to work long hours, but they want all the hours they can get. Um, and they're very, very grateful and appreciative for what they earn. Um, they send most of it home. We've got a policy where we try to employ from a village and work with just a village rather than an individual, so as we can see the village is, is gaining some good out of it. And so um, they'll take home a lot of money, and but 10 of them taking it to the village is huge. It's massive. So the village is capable of building a, a church, a school, a school building, houses, a van, whatever, you know. So, And they come back after seven months, they go home for five months, and then they return and they take that money again next year. So it's an ongoing process. Then it's time for food. Morning tea is served here at Hunga Hunga Tōrua Marae, and there's some new food to try. Oh, so they've bought some snacks. Yeah. So what are, what, what's, what are those? So we call this kekesainga. So Chinese cookies, <laughs> but we say. But the the, the thing is, it's um, made out of, made out of. Oh, if we let candy, yeah, we let yangi come and build it. Or some of them. Oh, just um, garlic, just garlic. Yeah. That's Fu'a Celestina Fisher. 
She provides the pastoral care on behalf of Naitukarangi Orchard Trust. Fu'a is from Satapuala in Samoa and has a personal connection to the group. A lot of our whanos are everywhere, (laughs) but it was good to actually find out that most of the boys here that have arrived from my village are my my relatives. Um, It's an honour to actually have this opportunity, like, you know, um, for the Naitu Karangi to actually open it up to our island people, I'm over the moon. And apparently um, back home a lot of our whānau and a lot of their friends um, as well are fighting over the opportunity to come here. Most of them have added me on Facebook when they found out that I'm um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one involved looking after them and all that and um, this is the orchard that these boys have been looked after and I've started with Nga Tukarangi was to, for them to feel like this is home. This young group of men from Samoa will live and work here in Matapihi for the next few months. They'll head home in December in time for Christmas. The kiwifruit industry on the whole has had a pretty rough time in the last few years. There was a late frost in 2022, a shortage of workers, fruit quality issues overseas, and this year Cyclone Gabriel destroyed at least half of the Naitukaurangi-owned orchards in Hastings. But there has been some good news. This year, the Trust was a finalist at the Ahufenua Māori Farming Awards in horticulture. A few weeks later, when the weather is much warmer, I headed out to the orchard. I'm back with the orchard manager, Andrew Wood. This time we're in his SUV checking out the kiwi fruit vines. It's the middle of the day. Yes, yeah, so at the moment they are out doing winter pruning on the vines, on the kiwi fruit vines. So it's a skill that they've learnt. The ones that were here last year um, got pretty efficient at it and the two new boys are just learning as we speak. So we reset the canopy so as we can crop it again for the next season. And so what time do the boys usually get out here? Uh, they're normally here at 7.30 in the morning and they go home about 5. And here at Matapihi we've got 55 hectares green and gold kiwi fruit and another five hectares in Tipuki. Um, then we've got other orchards in the Northland, Gisborne and Hiratonga regions. How does Matapihi compare to the other regions, whether what I mean climate wise or work wise, is this the biggest of them all? Um, no, it's not the biggest. Um, we've with our sixty hectares here in the Bay of Plenty and sixty in Hiratonga of kiwi fruit, so they're they're the same. But they're very big orchards, um, very high-producing orchards. And also, because we're so low to the water here in Matapihi, we're um, a very warm site, so it makes production difficult. So we are here in the orchard, and I can see some of the men pruning. So what they're essentially doing is they're just replacing old fruiting wood with new wood. They're cutting out, like cutting here. Yep. And tying this down, pull this down. Yeah. In a nutshell, that's what they're doing. So they're just replacing. So all this here on the ground, fruited last year. Yeah, yeah. And they'll replace it with new wood for next year. Yeah. This is green. Green. Gold. Gold. Yeah. So very labour intensive. This is Shrek. He's our Hi. supervisor here. Hi, nice to meet you. So he's big brother to the Saman boys. So you're described as the big brother of the of the boys when they're missing home and they're I don't know a little bit down. How do you kind of come together as a team? I'm, I'm trying to cope up 
Yeah, because you, I'm always trying to uh, tell these five fellows that why you are here, you make some money, make and send your money back home and make your life good over there. Just don't be sad. Imagine I'm also leaving my family back in India and stayed for like five years. I didn't meet back. Yeah, when the COVID happened and I was stuck for three years, I applied for visa and all that. And probably next year I'm going back to India to meet my family. So how long has it been? Five years? Five years without seeing my family. But my wife and my kid is with me. Yeah, my wife and kids are with me. So my parents, yeah, so they are missing badly. <laughs> Upside Tongia was here back in 2022, and again he's keen to make as much money as he can to send home. The reason why I came here to help my family because my family is poor, but no one can take care of my family, only me because my older brothers and sisters are living their own. So right now only me and my parents. So I called my other sister, older sister, to take care of my parents. Yeah. I came here for work for more money to help my family to do whatever they want to do and they need. So I paid last year to help my family to take care of our farm, big farm. What's the most, what's the hardest thing about being away from home, other than your family? So the most thing I miss in my, my country, so my my team, volleyball team. Volleyball? Yeah, and uh, the food I like. The <laughs> most thing I like pig, pork. Yeah, I really like books so, and taro, so that, those are the most things I missed, and my parents too. Nifai Totali Fereti is in the same situation, where family is front of mind. My family home, and also my village, and my uh, church, uh, anything is uh, used by money to help uh, my family, to a small business or anything like that, help my village and my church too. When I first met these 10 young men from Samoa a few weeks earlier, I'd heard their impressive singing voices on the marae. And now, here in the orchard, they sing to uplift each other. Tero Aroha is the name of the REC accommodation units that opened a few years ago. The name, Tero Aroha, is inspired by a canteen truck that travelled through North Africa and Italy during World War II. Dorothy McLaughlin takes me on a tour. So in the whole complex we can hold up to 24, but we only take 20, so we only like having two in a room, just so it makes it more comfortable and more relaxing for the guys and they're not on top of each other. It's just like set up like a little village so they can come outside and hang out and go into their rooms and have space and yeah. So the so in the because there's a marae literally in a school about one minute drive from the REC accommodations. So when they have functions, do they bring the leftover kai down here? Yeah, they do, and they let us know that it's down here for the boys. And even the community is really good. Um, they'll make stuff for the boys, or they'll bring down clothing like when they know it's raining or you know cold they'll just make sure that they've got clothing shoes anything so that's really cool what are you having for your lunch i make some noodles noodles uh, rice and fish i know i cook a noodle someday he can eat a uh, bread bread yeah bread and you know crackers what about dinner what's on the menu for tea do you for dinner time 
Uh, we can eat our soup, chicken, and curry, and all of that kind of food. <laughs> we can eat the dinner. And after lunch, it's time for another song. the RSC Samoan group who work at Naitukarangi Orchards in Matapihi, Tauranga. And as a side note, when the boys head back home this Christmas, Andrew tells me that usually when they head home, they like to take lots and lots of chocolate back home to Samoa. Uh, thanks to Andrew Wood, Dorothy McLaughlin, Fua Celestina Fisher, Chirag Sawaria, Apisai Tongia and Nifai Totali Fariti. Justine Murray there for Voices this week. Don't forget you can listen to all Voices episodes on the RNZ website and on all your favourite podcast platforms as well. I'm Kadhambri Raghukumar and I'll be back next week with another episode of Voices. Thanks for listening.